Hello, weebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice through the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me as always is the man whose only knowledge of a battle royale is the hours and hours he spent on Fortnite. It's Will. (laughs) I... Yeah, I've spent a few hours. Um, actually, I haven't, to be fair. Not in recent years. I did when it first came out. And, uh, since uh, then, you're since, an since, doctor. since I realized that, um, I'm no good at it and I get, I'm, t- I'm, a, <laughs> I'm just terrible at battle royales in general. Um, and the amount of people, it's just so depressing when, when you can't kill a bloody thing and you just constantly die. I don't get the enjoyment. And you know that they're 12 years old on the other end. Absolutely. Yeah. Or, or even younger <laughs> a lot of the time. You know, some of the kids nowadays are just insane. Um, yeah. So no, um, not battle royale for me, but, um, that links nicely to the show. Nicely done. Um, we are Thank today looking at another new anime. We are doing three of three. We are watching the first three episodes and together we will discuss by answering three questions at the end or discussing three points really now, um, whether it deserves a place in the anniverse, the magical world that we've created where anime shows can be considered gateway shows that we could show to an absolute novice and hook them into um, the anime world. Obviously, I'm already the novice, so I have ultimate power. I think in this situation where I have the perfect viewpoint. If it if it if, if it hooks me, then it goes in usually. But uh, Sam weighs in Truly. and tries to uh, convince me one way. Tries to change his mind and yeah. try to make him see the light. Which so far I feel I've I've almost failed to do. Like I keep thinking back to that Spirited Away episode. <laughs> <laughs> That was a big one. Yeah. Where did it, where did it all go wrong? But yeah, so we discuss, we chat, and we figure out whether a show is a good gateway. What are we watching this week, Will? Uh, this week we are watching Uni Tyson as Zodiac War. Did I say that right? Yeah, almost. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sam, tell me how to actually pronounce it. <laughs> This week we are watching uh, Juni Taisen, literally the War of the Twelve, uh, which is a twenty nine, no, not twenty nineteen, a twenty seventeen anime from Studio Graphinica, known for their work on Helsing Ultimate. Uh, it's based on a light novel of the same name that came out, uh, and is a battle royale story set in a evacuated city. Uh, we follow 12 mercenaries, each one with the appearance attributes of a member of the Chinese Zodiac, as they fight to retrieve 12 crystals from each other to get any wish they desire. Like the Dragon Balls, but a lot more gory. Uh, <laughs> the anime has spawned a manga adaptation and also a sequel novel, but remains kind of like a bit of a sleeper show that never really made massive waves when it came out amongst the community. So it'll be really interesting, I think, to hear what you've got to say about it uh, this week, Will. Okay. Um, My first observation was when I went on to Funimation to watch this, I had to uh, take off restricted content content mode. Um, Yeah, yeah. And I was like, why? Which way is this going to go? I was really nervous about because I hadn't looked at (laughs) imagery. I hadn't looked at anything. So, um, yeah, it was so... As Sam's already said, this is a battle royale and it reminds me of, uh, like, it's a really, it's like Hunger Games, but elite. It's like the elite mode. Yes. Um, it's 12 warriors. They get together. They have a fun time of, uh, killing people in an abandoned city. Uh, because some guy, apparently this uni, 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 how do you pronounce that again? 
Oh god! I, honestly, most of my character names oh. devolve to their actual just animal name. Um. <laughs> yeah, okay, and that's the other good point about this show. I don't have to remember any character names in this because we've just got animals. It's fine. Just the animals, nice and simple. Um, yeah, and and it's a really the, the characters are the hook of this show, aren't they? The the animal. Yeah. Uh, it, it develops very quickly in the first three episodes. I I, I went into it thinking, oh, this is quite um a grounded show at first instance because mm. it was following boar um who was yes. a, a pr- protagonist this for episode one kind of this this uh girl who has this expectation of family placed upon her and uh has a competitive younger sister who's who's vying for the family's attention and we, we, she's our point of view character from the very get-go and we see, we learn about her past and what led her to become this hardened uh, mercenary and all the trials that she's gone through. And she wields these two machine guns. And again, like you say, everything was very grounded, very, there's this conventional weaponry and there's this martial arts being used, which lands very, um, I guess, realistically. Um, but there's always this kind of strange, <laughs> magical undertones that kind of come into it. Yeah, it's it, they really. Uh, I, I don't know how to do this justice. It it plays this. It plays it fairly straight, and we get this. We think that, and in hindsight, they big it up way too much. They make her to be this o- overpowered uh, soldier who's just going to demolish anything uh, put in front of her. And because we hear uh, in a monologue, we sort of get this feeling that yeah, she's pretty badass. She knows she is. She's on. Un- she's. We're going to. F- follow her journey through these 12 um, and maybe she'll come mm. up against some people that give her a good go but ultimately we feel like she's gonna um gonna win in the end because it, it masterfully plays with this idea of oh here's our main character we're gonna follow them and it kind of subverts your expectations because she's not a good person she's the worst older sister imaginable because she manipulates and changes everything about her younger sister into this twisted dark version of her and already that's playing with your expectations of what a protagonist should be so you're kind of already on the back foot going okay so this is a show where we're following a bad person in a bad situation and everybody's going to be like that yeah it's a bit like death note isn't it where we're following light um and, that, and you know you're sort of rooting to see well you're not necessarily rooting for them but you you're looking forward to seeing what happens and you you sort of yeah that you want to see just how evil and bad they can like properly be yeah we we get a look at there's a bit of i mean this this first 5 10 minutes is just all exposition and um there's so many yeah. so uh, the, the my when i was making notes on this my notes went massive for episode 1 and then episode 2 and 3 were were much shorter um and i tried mm-hmm. to just sort of enjoy the show for what it was um because you could make notes on every single little thing and you could have comments on every little thing but what you mentioned there about the sister that whole that whole build up and that climax mm. there was incredible that was one of the best things i've watched so far i think genu- genuinely i was i was mesmerized um i was it's it's that awful i can't look away i absolutely. i want things to get better but it's not <laughs> so so to put it into context our main character bore is this older sister she's um, and her dad has won the Uni Tyson, the Juni Tyson, Juni Tyson, um, which is this sort of uh, Battle of the Twelve 
to the death competition thing that they've um is set up in this abandoned city or wherever um mm-hmm. and he has to decide who's going to compete for the next uni tyson in the in 12 years time and it's between her and her sister and he and we assume at the beginning that he's chosen her because we've he's chosen Boar because she's the one in there she's the one going she's into- the one at the competition we've yeah. seen all these training montages of her fighting all these uh soldiers with uh and showing her combat prowess and there was a bit of me that was sort of thinking mm, there's something else here like i I don't think it was as black and white as this because we haven't really it hasn't been explained why he chose her or anything like that and he hasn't actually said the words yet because it keeps flashing back to the conversation they're having and he hasn't actually said that he's chosen her so i was a bit suspicious and lo and behold he actually chose her younger sister and then Mm. ball just made it her mission to make her go insane effectively just drive her insane with bloodlust and she just keeps getting her to do the finishes of all these different mercenaries and all these different people that they meet through their different missions and tasks. Mm-hmm. And she just goes more and more insane. And the blood that spurts out in these episodes, how did you cope, oh. Sam? <laughs> <laughs> I managed just enough. I think, <laughs> it, yeah, this this is a gory show. And some of the kills, even just within that first episode, um, the younger sister of Boar, machine guns an entire clip into a guy she slices a dude so hard that his head just pops off it's (laughs) it's pretty grim yeah they don't like you said it was boar's mission was to just break her sister to the point where she realized that her sister had this kind of knack for killing and this desire to kill and she turned it into an obsession which ended up backfiring when the sister then kills all the staff at their house and because of that i we we don't ever find out what really happens to her we just see that she's killed all these maids and then it's left loose oh no 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 no. she i tell a lie no no no. we do we we do get the uh the resolution to that is that she kills herself well so yeah that that's the 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 climax is she's locked in this cage she's obviously i i guess Mum and dad have sort and and sister have sort of been like, look, you're you're too too far gone. We've got to sort of you're too murdery. Yeah, look, we love a bit of murder, but come on, there's a limit. Everyone's got their limit, and not the the maids. I can't mop a floor. (laughs) Think about the paperwork. Um, So she, they lock her up in this cage, and they give her the knife, and oh, the the sister Boar gives her the knife, and she says things, you know, sort of like, oh. We're so proud of you. We just want you to keep killing. You're doing, you're making me, mum and dad really proud. And little sisters doesn't react very well. And she's like, what do you mean? Do are you, that, does that not please you? And it's like shivers down the spine. And she's like, well, mm. you, you know what you have to do or you know what you can do. I'll leave it up to you. And she leaves this dagger next to the, next to the cage. And the sister comes over and takes it. And we see her sort of see the shadow of the knife coming towards Mm. her and we and there's this is what was amazing for me they don't play any audio they don't show it happening and they just Mm -hmm. cut to a completely different scene and the there's no background noise there's no background music and i was just transfixed like even into the next scene 
what the previous scene was playing out in my head and I was just like for a few seconds I didn't type anything and I, I didn't even realize what was going on on the screen that was all like yeah. background to me then and I was just like oh my god what what mm-hmm. just happened it was just so uh, it was so cold and so I don't know it's just really Brutal. well done yeah it was really well done. yeah really really solid directing yeah um for that scene and then that takes us to, to back to the present with with Boar and she arrives at the Junie Tyson uh, opening ceremonies almost and we get introduced to this plethora of absolutely absurd characters like the des- the character <laughs> designs in this show and I will stand by this are excellent they yeah. are so so good but if you try to think about them practically for more than two <laughs> seconds everything falls apart <laughs> yeah there's uh, they there's a lot not explained so our protagonist at the beginning and i like that yeah i i didn't mind it in a world in to to sort of um co- contradict myself a lot you know i didn't like that in spirited away because there was just too much of otherworldly stuff that i just had no uh i couldn't grab onto anything whereas this you know it's real people it's um mm. uh, this sort of battle royale style situation so there's a it's in a modern world situation so there's lots that i can grab onto so not necessarily yeah. explaining all of the world other there's more things. shorthands for you to kind of pick up on it's like oh i know how guns work yeah. so yeah i understand that this is how they're gonna fight oh i understand what a bat- battle royale is because i've played Fortnite, apex <laughs> whatever i've, I've yeah. watched i've watched hunger games so i understand that it's all versus all that's like reasonable yeah. it's the and then what I think is really great is that it starts to slowly bring in these kind of mystical elements yeah, to yeah, it. They yeah. start talking about these special powers and we see the kind of first bit of that after um, the proctor. Um, he just, he vanishes in yeah. this kind of blue haze after he explains the rules. And essentially the rules are you have to gather these 12 crystals. So all the competitors eat the crystals, <laughs> but the crystals are poison. And they react with your stomach to kill you after twelve hours because Why the would you twelve eat the crystal? clearly <laughs> is so important. Well, he did. He did say everybody has to eat the crystal. Yeah, but I also, know. what if you didn't? <laughs> what if you just said no? Do you do you get to leave or are you automatically like dead? <laughs> I don't know. What I really liked was the uh, <laughs> and so the only way that I could watch this was in dub. All right, and there were some absolutely incredible lines throughout the uh, this. So Boar goes, isn't this a bit too big to swallow? And the pot just goes, I can fetch you a glass of water if you would like. (laughs) And she just goes, nah, it's like. (laughs) Yeah, well, she sees everyone else doing it. And she's like, oh, okay, I I guess I should uh, manage this. Um, I should join in. Yeah. Yeah, so we meet all these characters. And you're right, the character design is insane. Mm. And what's nice is that they've clearly thought about what each individual we they don't automatically go in with what everyone can do and what everyone's powers powers are and um skill set is um so on the surface you're like oh my god they're all animals how it, it almost feels a bit sort of it's, it's very silly yes yeah it it's, does it's you, we've just had this big monologue and this really gritty backstory to boar and she's carrying these two massive machine guns and she walks into the room and there's somebody who looks like they're about to go into a fiesta dressed as a chicken you've got monkey who looks like she's the top half is uh recon commando mode and the lower half is lingerie bdsm model (laughs) you've got rat with these two massive headphones on the side of his head yeah like horse is built like a brick shit house. <laughs> yeah you've got like, um ox with the antlers or the yeah whatever they are coming out of his head the horns 
Yeah. Um, but they, but as the episodes go on, we sort of, they, they nicely drip in what each, um, character's skill set is. And yeah, it's really cool. Um, so I don't know where to go with this, Sam. Do we, do we talk about the big spoiler at the end of episode one? I think, I think we should start with a big spoiler from the end of episode one and then we can kind of work our way out into the different characters because. Yeah. So, so spoilers ahead, obviously, because if you haven't seen this and that this is sort of a bit different to other shows, isn't it? Because you're not, this is a mm. big thing in the show and ruining this will potentially ruin the show for you. So I think we do need a bit of a spoiler warning at the top. Um, big alerts. Yeah. But so we, they're, they're all chatting and we get this thing from monkey where she wants to do everything uh, without killing. She wants to win this. And she's uh, the pacifist. She's the killing pacifist. peacefully. Yes, apparently. Um, which we were all a bit skeptical at the time. And some people want to join her and some people don't. And our protagonist, Boar, doesn't want to join. And all of a sudden, as they're having this chat, the floor blows up and we, all our characters mm-hmm. get, fall into this, well, fall down the tower and they're in this, all this rubble. And, uh, everyone makes their mm-hmm. getaways, don't they? They all go off, some, some in pairs, some by themselves and they all go off. And into like the you city. were saying earlier in terms of, um, that each individual's character coming through, I think the, the way in which each character escapes shows just like a snippet of their powers and their personalities so you get dog who's gone into the into the airways ox slashes through the window Mm. um and we get this really nice kind of glimpse at how these characters are without just a wall of text just explaining it yeah 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 absolutely and we get stuck with our protagonist and the necromancer dude who necromantist um, necromantist my favorite design in the whole show is this rabbit man man. (laughs) he is pretty spooky isn't he he's got that um... it's just so absurd he's wearing like stripper heels and this (laughs) budgie smuggler uh outfit and he's got these big ass rabbit ears and a huge tail and he's got black eyes with red pupils and he's just the most edgy looking 2005 goth you've ever seen (laughs) and he's he's is legitimately insane like when boar walks in there's a there's a decapitated body on the floor (laughs) and he's there (laughs) what What? it wasn't me you don't have any evidence and his knife is dripping with the still warm blood of the guy he's killed. And it's just... And, and not only that, is... it's that, it's that jump to... It's, you've been caught in the act and she hasn't said a word. She doesn't even say anything, <laughs> I don't think. And he just goes, what, it wasn't me? And she's like, it clearly was. <laughs> and it, she hasn't even accused him of anything yet. And it's that like you've caught a kid doing something wrong. He's like, I didn't... It's, it's the Bart Simpson. I didn't do it, isn't it? It's that like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just going refu- to refute all blame here. Um, yeah, he's brilliant. And then he... <laughs> when Monkey's all about the uh, pacifism, everyone's like, yeah, I'll get in on that. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm game for that. And then he puts his hand on, he's like, I'll do it. <laughs> and, and everybody puts, puts their, their hands, hands down. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, no. Not if he's involved. No, no. No way. No way. Not a chance. It's really not a good. chance. Um, so yeah, that that's our first matchup. Do you want to? Uh, yeah. So it's, it's enlighten like, um, everyone to what happens. One v one Tekken style. Uh, uh, what they called split screen. Um, they sort of introduce themselves before the fact, and she mm. plays through what 
what I sort of at, f- at first watch you assume is the actual fight. Um, she sort of describes what she's going to do and what and how it's going to play out. She's going to wait for him to attack. It looks pretend, so cool. Oh, it's a wicked fight, and she pretends that she's run out of ammo and she just destroys him, and then it cuts back, and that hasn't actually happened. <laughs> and then it plays the real battle, which is a case of her getting ready, him charging her. And a really cool effect on his eye where there's like a bit of red lightning coming out as he sprints forward. It looks so badass. And you're like, oh, it's going to happen. And then she gets impaled on his sword and um, (laughs) just straight through. And she's like, what? How has this happened? And it turns out, who'd have thought it? Who'd have thunk it? That he's, he's like 100 level IQ this. Um, He's already recruited Galaxy brain. Um, he's killed someone and because of his abilities to bring back the dead <laughs> somehow, there's this decapitated body holding her to stop her doing anything from behind. Um, and she, he's, he's just able to impale her and, uh, she, she, we end episode one with her bleeding out. Um, and her, yep. him, him expositing and her sort of like, Oh God, I, I can't believe I'm actually dying here. I can't believe this is how I go out. This is, this is ridiculous. Oh, what? And <laughs> the we don't, rabbit got me. <laughs> we don't officially know how that ends until episode two because it sort of just fades to black mm. as her eyes close. And we, and, and I sort of thought she, she might come back from this. Is there going to be some twist that her power is she can't die or I don't know. She's mm. got Wolverine's healing abilities or something. I don't know. Um, but it turns out that she turns into a zombie. Um, and, 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 mm. and we switch perspectives and then the next two episodes are a jump around of all the different characters. Uh, we get so much exposition, not exposition, a little bit of exposition. There's quite a bit to be fair, but like it's, I don't more- know, get, the, the, there is a lot of exposition here because as we follow each character, we learn so we learn about their backstories and the kind of, you start to see the formula coming out by the time we reach episode three of each episode explains one of the members of the 12. And then gives us this backstory to why they're there, why they're fighting. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's such a good setup for an episode one to be like, here's your protagonist. They're unlikable. They're bad, but they're really kind of compelling and you can see why they're at the stage where they're at. And then now they're dead. <laughs> yeah. I have got, I have got, um, vibes of another show we've watched where we've had a similar conversation where the main character the first episode isn't about the main character but i can't place it i don't know if anything comes to your mind where like they sort of run they they build up this false protagonist and then sort of wipe it out after episode one but um it it might be something completely non-anime related but i've just got do you know what i mean like i feel like i've seen that trope somewhere um where it's been used before um don't know don't know but um out of the other characters, then who do you want to talk about? Like that, there's some of them are really bizarre. I, I yeah, oh and I mean, God. out of three episodes, we don't get to delve deep into all of the twelve. We no. only get to see highlighted in specific detail. We only really get a deep dive on three characters, so. and that's Boar from episode one, Dog from episode two, and Chicken from episode three. And they are yeah. our three main kind of character deep dives. But we yeah. do start to see snippets of other characters. So we get a little bit of insight into Monkey and Rat, yeah. who have teamed up. Monkey, Monkey we get a, a bit of backstory, don't we? Mm. About her mercenary. Uh, can we do, okay, let's talk about Monkey. Can, can we talk about Monkey first? Yeah, go for it. Because yeah. I feel 
everybody hypes up Monkey as being this all-powerful warrior and the fact that she's this masterful negotiator. And there's there's an explicit scene where <laughs> she turns up to like a diplomatic negotiation and the camera pans down and she and it's like this really stern looking general. Yeah, yeah. And then it's her. And it goes down like I forgot about her design. And it's because <laughs> she looks kind of normal from like the waist yeah. up. And then it pans lower and it's like, oh, she's in hot pants with a monkey tail sticking out and she's all thighs. Yeah. Like, You've turned up to de-escalate a war. <laughs> half commando, half stripper. The balls on this girl. <laughs> um yeah i mean that's but that's that's part of part of her ability isn't it because she um because she's got that the the threat there's half a threat the upper half is like (laughs) don't mess with me and the bottom half is i'm just a a cute uh monkey anime waifu yeah (laughs) it's oh i can't yeah we can't be mad at you we'll we'll, we'll listen to what you've got to say and that that seems to be her kind of power as well isn't it so as she talks to people she's exhibiting this kind of really powerful charisma that makes people lower their guard and tell truths and Mm, uh, wants to kind of help her i I don't know if that is her actual power i can't remember um, well when i've watched it before but with, with the conversation with rat he that it implies massively that she has the power to do some pretty badass stuff because she says they talk mm-hmm. about um where in the original meeting it was monkey that caused the explosion um that sent everyone down into the into the all the debris which um mm. she did because she sensed someone was going to attack someone was going someone had some really violent thoughts or really violent feelings um, like killing intent yeah and and monkey said and uh, uh rat says that um well this is you're being very modest you clearly have the power to have mm-hmm. identified who that was and take them out there and then so i think she is really badass and uh, she has these other powers but yeah i think so far we've seen her have that her her main goal and she's she always talks about like she wants to use her power for not not to destroy she wants to be a pacifist doesn't she she's Mm. and that's the main term that keeps coming up again again and again is that she's the pacifist she kills peacefully she she's trying to find solutions to this war that don't involve everybody dying yeah um yeah which i think is a a noble idea to go for and it's interesting to me that at the very beginning you see so many people put their hands up to say yes i think i'll get involved and i want to team up like like ox does and then her strategy seems to be hide away after everything goes pear-shaped but it goes pear-shaped because she specifically has made it go that way she's it feels like she's always in control yeah yeah um and she's very very I think I think her um openness and her trustingness the trustingness that's not a word um her <laughs> she shows trust to other people like when chicken yeah. comes down in episode 3 she shows her back to her a lot and so does oh, rat yeah. to be fair you know they're very sort of chicken has mm-hmm. the opportunity to absolutely destroy them um if she chose to and um yeah she chooses not to and I guess I don't know maybe that's an actual power but more than just she's very persuasive and because she shows do you know what i mean maybe that's like her doing it that could be more triggers but, a yeah real it, power. yeah it's like and again I, something that i think this show does really well is 
the idea of powers and things that that can happen because we find out about the necromantist in episode one and then we start to learn about what dog can do in episode two and whenever a power is kind of revealed it gets this really heavy um focus and is explained to the audience but then because you know these powers exist you assume that everybody has some form of a power Mm. and you could apply that to monkey in the way that she kind of disarms people and makes them feel relaxed and or that could legitimately just be a massive amount of charisma. And I yeah. like that there is that level of speculation there. Yeah. Do we, does Boar actually have a power? Is it her, they talk about her reload ability. Yes. So her power is the fact, she, she calls it, uh, was it infinite reload or something? Yeah, and yeah. basically she never runs out of ammo. Okay. That's her power. She can manipulate space to a degree in order to make sure that she can <laughs> just keep shooting forever, which, arguably is a pretty pretty dangerous power and, and characters in this show say it's a very how dangerous it is yeah but it's a very specific way to manipulate space like how yeah. how do you figure <laughs> just that put out a cartridge in i can't do anything else i can't you know move things i can't do anything to just like disseminate your particles and destroy you in a blast there's nothing i can do other than move I these bullets this gun really really quickly <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then but then where's she getting the ammo I, I don't know there's not there's not a lot explained with that and that's fine Again. that's fine yeah but it's like and i think it works <sighs> that it's not explained very much because it, it's yeah frustrating that we don't know the specifics of the magic system that's at play here yeah because it, it makes again it, makes the world feel very lived in and very all the characters are just fully accepting that not only are we going to have to fight and kill each other it, we have to yeah. figure out what the powers are yeah, but it would be really cool to know how they like. I mean, they might not have even they might not have even thought that that the creators might not have even thought that far ahead. But mm. You'd think they might do because they're the creative types who like to go into depth <laughs> with that sort of stuff. But do you know what I mean? Like, it'd be really interesting to see what they planned for, like how they actually got these powers, or are they born with them? Are they innate? Are they something that they yeah. they learn? Like, it, it'd be really cool to sort of delve into that a bit more. Like Wolf, he's got poison venom oh no yeah venom venom poison in his in his teeth yeah dog yeah weirdly dog sorry dog yeah his power is venom and i i really like it so to focus on dog for a bit because he's the focus of episode two yeah um and he himself says okay um everybody thinks that my power is the ability to just bite shit real hard and we see (laughs) examples of this where he just tears through like three guys back to back and like bites a gun in half and it's like okay yeah that makes sense that that's your special power and then he goes but actually i can poison people with my teeth and i'm like you just cut a gun in half with your mouth why do you need to poison people yeah but to be fair when he bites that guy's arm and within seconds blood is pouring out of every other orifice (laughs) um and every orifice (laughs) it's it's pretty badass and yeah that is an incredible um skill set to have i guess it's uh it's pretty Mm. badass but then he also says i like i like the way he concludes that thought process because he's like well technically i do bite people so they're not wrong (laughs) (laughs) they're not technically wrong that that's my power yeah dude dog is so funny yes he is he's good (laughs) just Um, Cool. The, the con he's so cocksure and full of himself and well, they all like, are aren't they <laughs> everyone's pretty cocksure of themselves they, they all believe their own hype um and dog especially just 
so he, episode two focuses around he's trying to his plan is to hide and wait out the tournament and then eventually kill off the survivors but he gets found by chicken chicken who looks like she's at again like a fiesta oh my she's god like yeah, walking the, down the, the sketchy etchy is is big here with with her outfit is real with her outfit yeah <laughs> there's not much sketchy etchy in this but there is a few sort of uh overly uh, i was interested in your opinion on that to be honest yeah. because comparatively to other shows that we've watched the sketchy etchy is there like the character designs are made yes. to be sexy yeah but the framing of the characters is very rarely in a, a like a specifically sexual light yeah yeah like the, the closest we get is when dog sees chicken for the first time and goes oh wow what an outfit and there's the slow pan up the, there is her, the scene uh, like her body there is another scene in episode one i think uh yeah when she when um boar is laying on the couch uh talking to her sister oh yeah and it pans her across her br- uh, breasts and things which is it lingers a lot on that um <laughs> and they are they are just an incredible volume um they, they are they are massive they are the, it's the opposite of the flat flat is justice brigade <laughs> yeah and even when she's lying down there is just they are just in perfect position <laughs> yeah, yeah they are defying physics at every opportunity yes, thanks anime <laughs> yeah. uh, um so yeah, yeah it was, it was, it, like what did you think of the the idea that there's a lot of sexy characters but they're not ex- exact specifically doing sexy things i mean you can't deny any media for going on what people find attractive like you look at even western stuff you've got wonder woman and um all all of the female superheroes and the male superheroes you can't ignore the fact that they're designed to have big muscles and six packs and you know they're designed to look as attractive as possible so it's not Mm. just um i can it's not just uh fan service for the for, for men and women do you know what i mean it's just rabbit's pretty fan servicey <laughs> man's sitting here in his stilettos in his fucking 10 pack <laughs> uh, yeah i mean attractive characters be attractive like that's what they're designed to be so mm-hmm. they don't lean in like you say they don't lean into it with seductive angles and things like that um so yeah i don't i, I didn't mind it there was those two moments in these three episodes and maybe mm. a part of me is becoming a bit desensitized to it through watching the anim- watching anime because compared to other shows, there isn't a lot. Yeah. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I want to be fair. I don't think it's a big deal here. I think, I think the yeah. actually the the lying on the couch scene is probably more sketchy etchy than than the way chickens dressed because Chicken they is, don't. Yeah. It's just it's a costume. Yes, it's very revealing and stuff, but like that's just that is character design as well she's using that to her advantage Mm. that's part of yeah her role she wants to appear she wants to be appealing and uh to lure people in and make them feel like she's got people guard yeah yeah um yeah so no it's fine it's cool so awesome back on to dog let's talk about dog oh dog he has this master plan (laughs) this idea that he's gonna wait out everything and he gets drawn into chicken's garbage. Yeah. And chicken presents herself as uh, this ditzy airheaded uh, individual who has joined, seemingly joined the, the Junie Tyson 
uh, by accident, it <laughs> yeah. feels like, yeah. initially. Well, like, I, d- I don't know if anyone, you doing I don't know if anyone's actually fooled by that. <laughs> after, yeah, after apart what we've from seen, the dog, apparently. Yeah, after what we've seen so far, like, these are the 12 most, probably, you know, we don't, we don't get this exposition, but we're imagining this is, the, these are the 12 most dangerous people in this world, in this, on the entire planet yeah. and they are all in one city and have to kill each other like it's insane what are the odds that one um, of them is there by mistake it's, it's very very slow. yeah <laughs> exactly and dog and chicken basically team up with the, and their initial idea is they'll use chicken's power which is the power to see the viewpoint of any bird so again the magic system in this starts to get uh, from episode one <laughs> yeah the 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 necromantist idea is already kind of like that's pretty powerful magic anyway oh, yeah. but then it starts to be more creative as we go through the the rest of the episodes which i really like and yeah. it reminds me a lot of stands from jojo like each person has a specific power and it's using that power against the other people's spe- very specific powers and trying to find advantages. It's so really chicken. It's also really interesting. Yeah, exactly what you just said. But like, they didn't just make dog have a loud bark and a strong bite, and they didn't just make chicken yeah. be able to fly. I mean, chickens can't fly, but they, 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 they glide. <laughs> if Zelda has taught me anything, <laughs> if you throw them hard enough, they'll glide for a for a good few feet. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. The very, the, the thought about the powers and tried to make them different and unique and uh, yeah, really cool. Um, so dog, yeah, go on. Uh, he explains, okay, I can create poisons within my body and we see the guy bleed out from all of his orifices. And he explains that that's how he's counteracted the poison of the crystal that he swallowed. And that's how he managed to get it back out and it's all fine. Oh, yeah. It's all safe. What a bloody loophole. Surely you look into your, uh, the people who are going to do this tournament and make sure he the can't participate. He, can, yeah. he can't. Cu- create his own antidote for the poison you're though i feel they probably looked into dog and just went it's okay he'll probably end up killing himself eventually (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah because he needs every help he can get (laughs) he cannot stop blowing his own trumpet the entire time that we see this man He's not listening to what other people say. He's monologuing in his own brain about how amazing he is and how amazing his plan is. He's a bit of a frat boy, isn't he? He's like, dog be dog. <laughs> this is what dogs do. <laughs> we do things best. Like a military, maybe like a military <laughs> kick out, a uh, dropout where he's like, this is how we've been trained. This is what we do best. Yeah. I am the best. I am, I am the dog. <laughs> Big dog. <laughs> But yeah, so he, him and Chicken have teamed up and their plan is they're going to take out Rabbit because they don't want the, uh, the zombies that he's created to become more of a problem than they are, like nip him in the bud. Yeah. Um, which is smart. Admittedly, it's smart. I think this is just Dog's plan rather than Chicken's. She's sort of, um, got. Chicken's just along for the ride. Well, (laughs) apparently so. She's got her own plan. (laughs) Unless. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. And it kind of, gets to culminates with uh dog having the genius idea of powering up chicken so he uses his venom in a in a positive way basically he dopes her up yeah he gives her like a gram of cocaine and says <laughs> i i'm gonna point you at, at the zombified version of boar and see what happens and how does that work for him will oh, how does that work out for him 
that scene is so good. <laughs> it's so, again, it's like the, um, the necromancer scene. It's also like the sister scene. It's done in such a neutral tone. Like there's no big booming. You don't, you don't see it coming. Right? There's no music coming. There's no music playing in the background. Sorry. And she <laughs> basically says, right. Um, what, what does he say? He says something about j- crushing, grabbing something. Just go grab them or something. Or, or crush them. Or um, he says to her, <laughs> get a grip. Get a so grip. Don't panic. Get a grip. Yes. And does she ever? So she reaches out and says, what? Like this? And she just reaches <laughs> out to his face and he's all like, huh? caught off guard. And before he has a chance to do anything, she just grabs his face and his head explodes. His entire face <laughs> just implodes in on itself and blood goes oh everywhere. Oh my God. And it is done so beautifully. <laughs> like his eyes pop off in different directions. Yeah. Like, and I, oh, there are two versions of this show on Funimation for anyone who's planning to watch. There's the, there's the broadcast version, which is censored. And then there's the version that we watched, which is the uncut version where you see goddamn everything. <laughs> oh my god. I how how do I know which one I watched? I might have watched the wrong one. <laughs> it it defaults on the website to uncut. Okay. Like if you saw that man's head get fucking yeah. <laughs> splattered, you've been watching the uncut version. So what do, what do they put in the um cut version? Do they just in, so in the cut version they uh, they linger on the scene of her reaching out and then it cuts to um him kind of like sliding to the floor uh, and there's a lot more like sent there's a lot more darkness used to censor okay. um the the grimmer things so for example um chicken's backstory that we learned oh, so let's go from poor yeah. dog to, to to chicken yeah. who just crushed his skull and she's um just as uh bad a protagonist as boar was you know she's got that same sort of we we find out how despicable this person really is um she's been created this way obviously by the sort of family that took her in as this sort of and built her up to be this weapon um but she mm. by by the end of her backstory there is some sympathy there you know that she, she sort of says like i don't i can't work out who the bad guys are anymore and things like that so you, mm-hmm. her moral compass has just been thrown in the water she hasn't got one anymore it's just like i'm just yeah, gonna do gone. do what do me basically um and yeah, go on. Do you want to talk through this the 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 scenes with uh, the scenes oh, the man. the absolute it's, scenes it's the absolute scenes of this girl. And again, just to kind of preface, um, in a similar way to a race, there is a lot of kind of heavy uh, content here that not everybody will find uh, very tasteful, and c- some people might find quite triggering. Um, basically, chickens been brought up in this abusive and um violent household and we see kind of glimpses of it and there's trash bags everywhere and uh one day the abuse gets too much for her and she snaps and uh, the way she describes it is i don't know who those two were because i couldn't recognize their faces anymore but they tell me that they were my parents yeah and what she's done is she's taken every sharp object seemingly in the neighborhood and rammed it into her parents' faces. And you get this fleeting glimpse of the the bodies. Yeah. 
and it's just knives and forks and spoons just sticking out of these peeled back yeah and bone just sticking out of these and it's what used to be her parents and um this again you know we'll talk about it more i'm sure later on but this goes a lot towards the drawing and the the animation of this the color schemes like it's all grayscale almost apart from the blood um which just makes things pop so much more um and make it look so much more gritty and uh intense it's a pretty pretty bold yeah masterful showcasing of it all and again we find out this these glimpses of um chicken's backstory and how that ties into uh why she was adopted so we find out that she has the power to control birds which then leads her to being adopted by this assassin's family who raise her up and um turn her into the weapon she is today yeah um we get we get that awesome scene with the mobsters where she uh oh yeah she's in this like manor house this villa um in i don't know europe somewhere probably and looks like italian maybe i don't know yeah Uh, sicily or somewhere you know um and she basically she's there on a mission and she's there with some sort of swat team or some sort of government agency there to sort of uh, arrest the mob bosses mm-hmm. from what it, we don't really get, you know, details about it or anything, but basically she's there for her own means and she steals all this. Uh, when the, the, she, she says, right, they're, they're making a break for it. SWAT team come in, arrest these mobsters. They've made the mobsters have run away. Um, and while she, while everyone's busy, she's there stealing all their files and stealing all their information, uh, which is what really she wanted. I think, um, am I, mm-hmm. am, am, am I on track so far? <laughs> Yeah, she uh, she's playing both sides. Yeah, because her the family that she's been uh, adopted by are like these underground super mercenaries who are in it for themselves, and so she manipulates the the SWAT teams to launch the raid to spook the mob boss, so she can get all the details of all the mob bosses' uh, dirty dealings. Yeah, which she manages, and then she. Um, the, the two of the SWAT guys are there like, well, you, why didn't you stop them? Why didn't you tell us about the tunnel? And she's like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. This is what I really wanted. And then she just shoots them. Just she shoots caps them. him. She cap, cap, caps <laughs> him in the <laughs> face and they're dead. And then two more guys come in and she's, she, we think, oh my God, she's just going to go through everyone. And she's just crying in the corner um, and saying, oh my God, someone was still here. They've, they've shot them and then they, they've run out there. So the SWAT guys believe her because she's, just a, a small girl who she's crying and she's screaming and, yeah. and she's putting on this farce and it's and then she just stands up and brushes it all oh. off and just goes i yeah I'm on to the next and she calls <laughs> she calls the mob boss oh. just to tell him that it was her just and she's just happily oh no please don't oh no because he's all threatening on the other end of the phone and um she's like look just shut up you've got no chance mate and he's like rabbiting away um and her birds she has even she can see through the birds but she can also control the birds mm, and she gets she them to give them dr- requests and stuff she gets them to drop a grenade on them <laughs> and the whole place <laughs> just goes um yeah goes down shit's creek which uh is and we, um, and we see his arm fly past the camera <laughs> as he dies at a horrible death and then she goes ah i'm glad that that's over i'm gonna go to a hot spring <laughs> yeah yeah chicken's great chicken is great she's like and the whole time that she's with Dog, 
she is just yammering on. She's like, do you remember that song that goes about <laughs> the carp? But what if the carp wasn't like this? What if it was like this instead? Maybe it's not like Oh my this. God, Brrr. she's the carp. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> she's descri- she's mocking him as they're walking. It's like, I'm the carp. I'm not what I seem. Um, I'm not what I seem. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. So he... Oh. He des- she destroys Wolf, uh, not Wolf, Dog. Yeah, she blows up Dog's head. She has this whole thing with um, Monkey and Rat. They bump into each other. She has a change of mm. heart um, because Monkey's so persuasive that she... And that actually leans into it being a real superpower because she's... Um, Chicken ends up talking to Ox, bumps into Ox, Ox right. who's been built up to be this absolute god, god-tier sort of... Um, uh, warrior and um, mm. they're face they're facing off against each other and chicken's like I need to get out of here but uh, her body seems to be sort of out of her control a little bit and she wants oh, I love this she scene. wants to defend um, monkey and ox is sort yep. of figured out through the conversation that monkey's nearby and chicken's like going through her head her head is sort of telling her to run she's like right I'll pretend that I'm going to attack and then I'll run away and her body's just like getting into fighting position and then she like mm-hmm. does the whole I am chicken and I'm death by pecking. Yeah. yeah. I oh I love that scene because yeah. the entirety of it and and again, because of the structure of the show, when we're following somebody, we are hearing their internal monologue over the top of anything else. And the show does it so well. Initially it annoyed me mm. when Boar's thinking and other yes. people are talking and I can't hear what they're saying. That was a point for me that it it's grinding because I want to know all the context. Yes. But for this show, the con the content of what other people are saying isn't as important as the process of the person we are following. So the person we're following in this point is is Chicken, and she's saying, and it's it's a brilliant subversion because when Boar is talking about how she's going to kill everybody it's a very practical step by step by step and then it's her internal surprise that she's died with dog it's how he's the best and how he's going to win and then he dies but with chicken it's about how she's going to run away it's about how she's going to trick ox and then her body is doing the exact opposite of what she's thinking and it's so compelling to see her go and especially because she then goes Oh, I can like oh, he yeah, charges yeah. and she goes, I can do this, I can win, and then it's just sword through the brain. Sword straight through the head. And she's still she's still able to think and have thoughts after that somehow. Um <laughs> and we sort of get her sort of sending herself off like, Oh yeah, well I guess this is it. And she she then lets the birds feast on her corpse. Um yeah. which is a fitting way to go for someone who's controlled all these birds and sent so many of them to their death. Um Yes. Uh yeah, it's an incredible scene. And Ox is uh, I'm a I'm a bit I want to see more of Ox kicking ass. Um I, th- yeah. I feel like they've sort of skirted around that a little bit to build up build build it up a bit. Um which is fine. You know, it's another mm. it's a reason to keep watching. Um but yeah. I mean let's talk about Ox quickly. I think cuz we we should talk about Ox and we should talk about Horse because okay. um, they have a little show. They have they? Yeah. So visually we're coded to see that horse is this beast of a man, this 
towering hulk of a warrior and we find out that his power is like this kind of steel defense he's like this ultimate defense that can't be breached and he was one of the people who wanted to form an alliance alongside ox so when they meet in the subway yeah you think oh well maybe this is a chance for the two of them to talk and to get uh to get through it and we have this showdown where poor horse is jobbed so hard (laughs) it's like and again it's just good storytelling because you have this imposing physically giant of a man Mm. who's struggling to get through the uh the turnstiles in the subway (laughs) and everything else and face off against this lethe and slim ox character and horse is shitting himself yeah he's like i'm gonna die (laughs) (laughs) yeah and we get the most of this showdown underground which is really well done it's really well animated like and we keep getting these slow-mo shots of ox with his blade and it kind of like pans across what he's about to do and we really just get this idea and Unfortunately, it meant that horse had to die off screen. Yeah. But yeah. it proves that Ox is the strongest, is the one to look out for, and immediately sets him at the top of the pecking order. Yeah, but immediately, Sam, um, I mean, we'd already got a lot of exposition about how good he was. You know, every single character we've seen so far has been like, we need to watch out for Ox. We need to watch out for him. Yeah, but <laughs> but with, with this scene, it's the actions of it. It's the actual implementation of it that makes, that solidifies him as the threat. Yeah. You can say that this guy's the strongest, but I'm not going to believe it until I see it. Yeah. Like, if you introduce a character and say, he's the strongest, he's the most powerful, I'm immediately expecting him to get jobbed. Yeah. I was expecting Ox to get, when I first watched this, I expected Ox to go out first. But the fact that they yeah. used Horse for that role instead, like he's the ultimate defense and somehow Fo- uh, Ox even managed to get through that. Yeah, yeah. That's, again, it's subversion, but it's not for the sake of just subverting. It's for the sake of actually telling a compelling story. Yeah, no, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty well done. Um, and you know, it wouldn't surprise me if because we expect this ultimate being to win that by the end of episode 12, that's my prediction that Ox just wins. <laughs> like, it's, Ox just wins. Yeah. It's just like, we built him up All to of be this the other best. Stuff is going on. There's a re, there's a reason he's the best. It's because he's the best <laughs> and he just wins. He's the best and actually everybody dies <laughs> yeah and he just walks off and it's got no music it's just like yeah okay thank you for the prize i'm gonna wish yep, for cool thank a, you i'll a, take the wish a, uh, my wish is to uh, continue dollars. being the best oh, yeah <laughs> yeah to make me better please um yeah uh wouldn't surprise me at all so my kind of final point about uh this fight which i i couldn't help but think as how uh, i was watching it was when uh chicken goes i can do this i've got this I'm I'm the best. I can win this fight. I was getting big Aaron Jaeger vibes from the Attack on Titan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've got this guys. We can beat the Titans. We can defeat everybody. Whack. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Into a wall. Yeah. Oh my god. Leg bitten off, dead. Sword through the brain, dead. And it ah, oh, it was just wonderful. Did you just wonderful, spoil wonderful. Uh, uh, Did you just give me a spoiler of Attack on Titan? Who gets the leg bit leg bitten off? Aaron in episode five. Oh, does he? He gives the big speech to all the scouts and then he's like, 
we can do it. We've got this. And then he, they fly off and then a oh, Titan just shit. bites yes. his leg off. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that completely That's the mind. best moment of yeah. Attack on Titan. <laughs> sorry. Dude, uh, yeah. All right. I told you I need to rewatch it before we do that. Uh, uh, so, dude, honestly, it's so good. Like, my slice of life is just Attack on Titan this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, she just ends her demise. And, you know, the, the, something we haven't talked about, but another awesome scene is when she attacks um, Boar with boar. the zombie Boar oh with God. the birds. And, you know... The bird tornado. Ooh. Bird tornado. It's brutal. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much, I think, all we've got time for uh, this this week on that show. Um, obviously, we mm. can't talk about any of the other characters. We haven't seen them yet in a lot of detail, but yep. they leave... Based on these characters we've looked at so far, they're bound to have some like really interesting um, stories and things to go with them, and powers that I think yes are really compelling. And oh, gonna, oh, you know, oh, oh, oh. when we look at when we look at whether it gets in the universe, that's a massive sort of win for this for this show. Have you got any odds and ends that you want to sort of go over before we before we move into the our three questions? Uh, yeah, I, I've got a few. Um, I was genuinely surprised going back to this uh at how high quality the production was i th- uh when i first watched this show uh, a couple of years ago i watched it on a whim i i was playing a really grindy video game and i was like okay i can just put something on in the background and to the side on funimation and just like let it play but now actually watching and absorbing the story this time around it like it it's damn good yeah like yeah the the action sequences are so weighty and they feel well choreographed. Everything is it's exaggerated, but not to the point where it's absurd. Like when we see Boar's fight scenes in that first episode, she's running and she's like all the she doesn't just win immediately. There's like a couple of hits that she like gets off yeah. and then someone will counter and then she, then she does it. Maybe the acrobatics of like jumping up and yeah the logic of dodging that much machine gun fire is is a stretch but also captain america does that on a daily basis so i'm not gonna <laughs> dock points True. for it i think um i i made the exact same comment about, about those fights fight scenes i think the way mm-hmm. the, the 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 camera angles and stuff when she's running through it's there's like a still frame and you just see her jumping around and then it cuts to like close-up camera swaps pers- uh character yeah, perspective yeah um close-up fight scenes which is a really cool contrast and it jumps between those two um and i I thought that going from such intense action to that still frame of her just jumping around like a picture was really quirky um for for what kind of show it is and then you've got like I, i really liked the bit where they there's a knife that goes into the metal work or something at some point and instead of focus, you hear all these grunts as yeah. they're battling. And mm-hmm. instead of focusing on the characters, you focus on this blade that's like being pushed around the surface of this yes. metal bar. And it's just a really unique, a different way of doing it. And I think they've really thought about every single angle here. It's not done. Mm-hmm. It's not done um, as a secondary thought. It's gone like, right, how can we portray this in an interesting, different way? And it's all the stuff with Rabbit as well in that first scene when we oh. get the yeah. looks at his character design they're done really creatively creatively as well so yeah absolutely um all of that mm-hmm. stuff everything there. yeah action in this show is incredible when it when it does turn up mm. um 
I, I mentioned I watched it in the dub because uh, that was the only thing that was available on Funimation. I watched it in the dub the first time around as well. And the voice acting is actually really surprisingly very, very good. I don't think there is any character that is badly voiced. I think everybody nails the tone and the um, delivery of what they're doing. Um, the only voice that kind of made me go mm, was Chicken, but she was like designed to be kind of high-pitched and hyper and yeah. kind of grating. And, yeah. and, and that works for her character. So, yeah, excellent job, Funimation. Brilliant dub for this. Yeah. Um, one quick question. Did the yes. um, boar uh, tusks come before the name or did they get the name because of the boar tusks coming out of their hair piece? I, it's weird, <laughs> isn't it? It, it? it seems like... <laughs> I, I think the tusks come out of the head, I think that that's jewellery. But the... They, the, the, the way they animate the it, titles. The, the way they animate it, it almost looks like they're. Mm. I mean, they, I don't think they are, but it almost looks like they're. They've got muscle memory, like they they sort of move it almost to point they, towards yeah. the action. Um, they wobble about, don't they? Really weird. <laughs> yeah. And again, that's, that's another statement to how high a quality production this is. When you're noticing the earrings are moving independently of the character, like that's good stuff. Yeah. Like. Yeah. All right. Um, are we okay to wrap up yeah brilliant okay so um let's get into the big questions and decide whether this deserves a place in the universe okay well it is time for our big three questions and the first question that i want to ask you is do you like the concept of this show and how it has been executed i think i'm going to be harsh and say i don't particularly like the concept but the way it's okay. executed is phenomenal um oh. so the, let's okay. the concept is 12 people in an abandoned city with varyingly different animal costumes yeah exactly battle it out to see who's the best fighter but there's no because this it's so out of context like we don't get any exposition as to who this uh Juni Tyson guy is what his motives are why the city's been abandoned everyone just is happy to leave the city for this big contest to happen um yeah they just kind of say that it's the power of the organizers of the juni tyson has made it happen but it's like what happens there's, there's still that- tea that's sitting hot on the table exactly so what could they possibly have said what ha- what happens what happens when they come back and their house has been leveled because of ox's <laughs> destructive power like who's paying for that man um but so as a concept, I think it's, it, they tr- simplify the, the concepts so much so that they can delve mm-hmm. into these characters and make these as in- interesting as possible. So as a concept, meh, but their execution, as we've already discussed, is phenomenal. I think it's a really cool execution and a, a nice subversion of a lot of stereotypical things like hunger games it also reminded me of like mm-hmm. danganronpa as well like that sort of yes forced into this game. battle um situation yeah except with no verbal bullets this time it's it's actual bullets yeah. and birds <laughs> lots and, of birds um, so many birds <laughs> why, why uh, so yeah many no birds? i i really liked <laughs> go on what did you think? Uh, yeah no i i really like the uh the concept and the execution um it doesn't pretend to be anything overly grandiose or philosophical um i feel like the show knows that it's just a big dumb fun battle royale 
and that the mixture of all these kind of like odd powers and conventional weaponry and martial arts is just super compelling to watch yeah it's it's um, almost like they're being really unapologetic about the fact that they don't need to tell this big grand story because they've yeah. got this idea they've got this really cool concept where they want to subvert the expectations they want to tell these interesting character mm. stories and fuck you guys we don't need to put that into a manufactured world we're just going to set it up and yeah. play it out and that's what we're we, do. we don't need to spend five episodes building up the world and building up the characters and explaining the power system down to the nth degree. Yeah. We are going to just throw you in at the most interesting part of the story and see how people react to it. And, and I think that's a really good way to go. Another thing I was really worried about going into this was that each episode, it was going to be one of those shows where every episode is a different character's point of view and the story moves along at such a slow pace because we're mm-hmm. going into, it's basically 45 minutes, you know, or, or in this case, 20 minutes of uh, backstory and then three minutes of action that gets you into the next episode, which can be really sort of repetitive. and It can gets, drag. It can drag a hell of a lot. And they managed to avoid that massively with the way they did this. I think they just, it was enough of everything. They sort of managed to, keep the action going and keep things playing out in a good uh, pace pacing yeah i agree the pacing of this is is very good i could see it and again it's been a long time since i've watched it i could see that the formula of here's a character here's the backstory here's a a death um maybe wearing thin so again so let's get into the next question then because that's actually a point that i brought up in the next question um okay and, and that's are there any fundamental turnoffs um do you want to go first i mean that that's my first point that uh there is a you could see how this could become no elaborate on it so explain so um that repetitive nature we don't have the the storytelling element here is that we're going to tell it through the eyes of each individual character um Mm-hmm. And to do that, you need to exposit and you need to do backstories. And they've shocked you so much in these first three episodes. And it, it, it's, I, I'd love to eat my own words and say that they can keep doing that. But you sort of are at the stage now where anything is possible. Um, and yeah. and you, you're not, you're going to just expect the unexpected and you're going to expect that they're going to twist every little thing. And with the way they've left me feeling after these three episodes, is so incredibly good. Like, I think they've done such a good yeah. job of subverting that and throwing off expectations that it just begs the question, can they keep it going? Um, and you, you know, it's not, yeah. not a criticism yet because, but it's just that looking forward. It's that idea that it, it's lingering at the back of your mind, isn't it? Is yeah. like, is every episode going to follow the same formula yes. of character backstory, death, character backstory, death, and, and, and on and on and on. Mm. I can see, I can see that. And that's something that I mentioned as well um, in my notes. It's that, is that structure going to be consistent throughout the whole thing? And is that going to be a turn off for people? I personally don't think that it would be because again, when I was watching this time round, I was completely so bought into it. I was like, oh, backstory and information about the character. Clearly like it's going to keep persisting. And then when, dog's head got oh, smashed yeah. i was like what <laughs> i was still genuinely surprised i think it also um, massively helps it just being a one one core show 
Um, yes, I because, was going to mention that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that obviously it, they can play into that a bit more because it's not going to go on for season after season doing the same thing. Yeah, because because you've got one core to tell this story and you can just be, and I think that speaks to the production as well. You can have the high production values for the action and the character animation. You can have these gorgeously lit shots of the city at night. You can tell these characters' stories in a brief but impactful way. Yeah. And then when they die, it's that much more shocking. And I think that's, I, I could only imagine being somebody watching this week to week as this was airing right like i watched it when i watched it the first time i watched it all in one go all in one day and i was on the edge of my seat but it, imagining having to wait a week is just torture <laughs> like what's gonna happen next what's this what's that yeah um but yeah in terms of any other uh, turnoffs the only thing that i could think of is stuff that comes part and parcel with this genre right so like gore yeah and the like it if you're squeamish then maybe this isn't for you but at the same time i wouldn't recommend saw to somebody who is squeamish you know exactly yeah um yeah there is the squeamishness of it um there is a lot of blood there is a lot of um emphasis on these disgusting ways to die um and (laughs) the only other thing for me is the supernatural element that the unexplained sort of um yeah powers and magic system the, the magic system yeah uh but whether they're fundamental or not, not, I guess, comes into our final oh. question, doesn't it? Because mm. does it do enough to subvert those? To, well, not subvert those. That's been the uh, the word of the show, hasn't it? Subversion. The word of the show is subversion, um, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, has it done enough to overcome those um, potential uh, negatives? What do we think, Sam? Is Does it do enough? Is it is it gripping enough? Do we want to watch more? Is it going to go in the end of us? <sighs> Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. my dude. Yeah. I am um, like, I had to hold myself back after finishing episode three to just keep watching. I was like, I could definitely finish this before uh, the podcast yeah. starts. Yeah, um, that's probably how I'm going to spend tomorrow. Nice. I, it's just it's one core. It's short. It's sweet. It's got good action. It's got fun character designs. It's got a compelling narrative that yeah. just makes you want to see and I, I just want to know who wins yeah. like i know who yeah. wins i've already watched <laughs> the show but i want to watch it play out all over again wow just being back in this world is so cool <laughs> yeah. i think for me um the one thing you know there's a part of me that's like okay there is a quite a lot it's quite intense and stuff but i'm i'm, I'm when I was deciding what I was going to say for this, I was thinking, look, we can't just avoid putting in shows because they're intense or because they show certain things that some people might not like or that someone who doesn't like anime might not enjoy. The fact is, did I enjoy this as a noob, as someone who doesn't watch a lot of anime? And do I want mm-hmm. to watch more? Yeah. And the fact is, absolutely I do. Um, when we, when we consider Spirited Hell Away, yeah. there's so much good stuff in there from a, impartial um artistic point of view but i just didn't engage with it and as a noob i found it mm-hmm. far too weird as a western noob as well it was just so much culture yeah. and stuff in there that i didn't understand whereas this yeah it's just fun it's good it's it's jarring at times but it's brilliant in that and like uh, you wouldn't put this kind of show in the louvre would you you'd, you'd be like <laughs> 
it's the kind of show that you go, oh, hey, did you enjoy uh, watching <laughs> Liam Neeson punch a guy for 20, like two hours in yeah. the cinema? Yeah. Oh, then you'll probably like this as well. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think a first timer coming into this gets such a bang for their buck, right? Absolutely. Yeah. They have such a, they, there's these super anime designs with the characters where they've yeah. got like bunny boy in a slut outfit and you've got <laughs> monkey bdsm girl right yeah. but then you also get this battle royale format that is so easy to get on board with and understand the rules of yeah. and then you get these insane action sequences the gore is there if you're a horror movie fan right i would not absolutely would not suggest this show to a first timer who is like under the age of 12 yes but yeah. You could a hundred percent give. The, I feel personally, I feel you could give this to somebody who is like twelve plus, whatever, as their first like. Yeah. Oh, you like action movies? Oh, you like films like Saw and you like horror movies? Well, why don't you check out Junie Kaisen? It's not narratively a masterpiece, but as something that's just damn entertaining. Hell yeah, dude. And Check it out. I'll tell you what, I'd go as far as to say it's got some elements of masterpiece quality in there. Like some of the, we've talked about the quality of the camera angles and the animation and stuff and the, the way mm-hmm. they do subvert those expectations. There's a lot of thought gone into that. And, you know, in isolation, I think, I think as a, as a concept as a whole, yeah, it is just an action packed show, but they've, they've put a hell of a lot of effort yeah. into that. And there's some really high quality stuff in there. So yes, this week. Uh, Juni Tyson, Zodiac War has got into the Anniverse. Absolutely, 100% yes. from both of us. Brilliant. Okay, Sam, yes, 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 yes. before we move into our final segment, our favourite segment, um, where we get to catch up about things we've done in the week, what are we watching next week? Well, well, this week we dealt with a lot of death. A lot of people were dying left, right and centre, so I think next week it was only right that we continue that trend. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> not sub- we're not subverting. We're not <laughs> no. clever enough to subvert. <laughs> so next week, Will, uh, we are going to watch the uh, shonen anime. We are looking at Shaman King. Okay. I have heard of that one. I have no context. I don't know what it's about, but I've heard those words before. And and to add an extra wrinkle to the uh, to the formula. <gasps> yeah. We are having our very first guest no. join us. He didn't tell me about this, Sam. <laughs> I know, it's a complete surprise to you, to me, to everybody <laughs> listening. But no, yeah, next week we will have a mystery surprise guest join us for the very first triple-voiced version <laughs> of Gateway to the Anniverse. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, I look forward to that and uh, meeting our mystery guest. Okay, let's move into our final segment of the show. Thank you for listening. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube potentially at some point, um, uh, wherever you can find us. And also our new Discord. Oh, yeah, we've set up a Discord. Um, Brilliant. What do we tell them about that? It's Gateway to the Universe? Uh, Well, we'll put the link out and then people can join and chat to us about what they thought of the episodes, about whether our opinions are awful. Because (laughs) We're going big time, baby. probably say that, yes. Yes, they yes they are <laughs> We're big time, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, check us out on our social uh, media pages and keep engaging with us because we really enjoy the community that we've started to foster and uh, the conversations and uh, interactions that we are having.
Holy shit, guys. We, uh, we've got to talk about the OP and the ED. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, well, quick, before they turn <laughs> up. Um, the, the OP. OP. Liked it a lot. Thought the uh, artist stuff was really cool. I thought that there was... Um, I like the colours. I like that they made them all 3D animation. Um, I thought that they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The models. Yeah, it was yeah, really yeah. cool. Then um, I thought the uh, song was really cool. Jazzy. Well, not jazzy, but it was fun. Um, upbeat. It, 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 it was not jazzy in any no, way. No, dude, you put me on the spot. We're trying to... <laughs> we forgot about the OP. We're trying to do this quickly. Because <laughs> we've forgotten we're idiots. <laughs> what did you think? Come on, you've got a lot to say, I know. Ah, uh, dude, I loved it. I love both the OP and the ED. They are like top tier plays on my iPod. Um, <laughs> the OP, I, the heavy guitar, the, the way that the singer kind of like voice, like his voice. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's very unique. Yeah. I feel kind of like, you know, you know, when you hear Blink 182 sing and you're like, Oh, I know yeah, yeah. who the singer is. It's like here, I feel like I, I could identify this singer from the way yeah. he sings it. Um, awesome. like I said, the, the visuals are a bit simplistic. Um, there's a lot of kind of just stills for the, for the opening uh, verses, but then once we hit the kind of yeah, chorus, yeah. it's just like you said, the 3D models of the different warriors just posing, and the way that their eyes yeah. glow is so yeah. cool. I mean, it's not the best OP no. that I've ever seen, but it's a yeah, damn really good enjoyed one. it, and it was in keeping with this sort of uh, piece as well. Like it, it felt like a lot of effort had gone into it. It wasn't trying too hard, but it was still had some really unique aspects. Mm. So it sort of fit every beat of what this show's about. Um, and it didn't spoil anything either, which I think is really important for an OP to do, especially in the context yeah. of this show. You can't. Well, I mean, unless it's, <laughs> unless I'm watching it, and then I just don't notice anything like the fact that the slime turns <laughs> into a natural human um so, what about the ed then um thoughts on the ed oh the electro club yes, right oh, techno, dude, techno. I, I love it it's so good like i really like the drop like and the, the you can hear again you can hear the singer being so passionate about what yeah. she's singing um but as much as i adore the song like so much like I, the plays on this song are more than the yeah. op for me on my itunes it just doesn't the visuals just don't match you up do they no i like the it's attempt at, i like the attempt weird... at trying to put them into sort of normal situations again it's <laughs> subversion <laughs> the, yeah, the magical word um mm. it is just sort of like seeing them in a different <laughs> light and you know you've got people playing poker you've got people riding a bike and you know day-to-day life which which Just which begs going, the question, like, town, is that yeah. what it's like? Like they do have these normal lives and then all of a sudden it's like, enter this great competition. Um, yeah. Suddenly, <laughs> time to die. Um, so yeah, uh, I thought it was a, a good attempt. Song's great. Um, yeah, fun. Yeah, song, so, song's brilliant, but the, the juxtaposition of the song versus the, the visuals is kind of weak. It's... I, the same kind of thing i feel if you were going to have this hype yeah club but sam song, i think like, i think with the, the ed it doesn't matter as much because you can just be a bit like we'll just do something a bit different to keep people watching because pe- you know people don't mm. the ed you don't necessarily want that intensity that you get from the op so having the intense song contrasted with the images i don't know it's a bit different isn't it it's a bit unique 
It's different. Oh, there we go. It's subverting oh, itself God. again. Maybe just <laughs> subverting the expectations I of the needy. Let's put it that way. But hey ho. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. It was it was good stuff. And, and Amazing. Back to the episode. Brilliant. But now, Will, it's time for Slice of Life. This week's episode of Slice of Life is sponsored by Sword Art Online. A show that never gets old. Ta-da! <laughs> All right, Sam. So, <laughs> what have you been up to this week? <laughs> uh, this week, Will. Oh, it's been a, well. It's been a busy week at work. I won't lie to you. No, but uh, in terms of like relaxing and uh, everything in between, I have decided to go back and watch the 1999 version of Hunter Hunter, mm. which is. Is that the same as Hunt, cr- is, is that the same as Hunter X Hunter? Is that the thing? I swear to Christ! N- shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that was coming? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, I, that's that's my role here. That, I, okay, look. Okay, so <laughs> I, we've got, we've I'm got ten minutes. Like uh, half the audience are just like, "Oh, this goddamn it, anime elitist, fucking." <laughs> <laughs> but like, so in. The so the manga is spelled Hunter and then there's an X in the middle and then it's Hunter. <laughs> okay. And in the at the end of the episodes they go next time on Hunter Hunter. They don't say Hunter X Hunter. They just say Hunter Hunter, right? So you would assume. <laughs> oh my god, this is a fucking technicality. I thought you were going to say like it's two different things that everyone gets mixed up. No, it's just a pronunciation of the words on the screen. I'm sorry. It's whether you include the X or not, right? <laughs> it's bullshit. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I I've watched uh, recently. Um, I watched the 2011 anime, yeah. uh, which was a reboot remake uh, with higher quality by Studio Madhouse of Hunter Hunter, and God damn it, it is possibly the best shonen that I have ever watched. Wow, um, it is incredible. Big praise. So I decided to go back and watch the 1999 version uh, because <laughs> that was what came first. It was garbage. Says that it, is, <laughs> it was awful. It was crap. It was all no. It is great. Yeah. It's it expands on it expands a lot more than the 2011 one because the 2011 one tried to rush a lot of the earlier arcs in order to get to the more more quote unquote interesting stuff yeah. but the extra time getting to spend with the characters and to see their relationships like kind of flesh out a bit more um is really interesting like there's a filler arc that comes in early doors which i wasn't expecting but the way that it characterizes everybody is really compelling and i really like the just seeing uh the two main characters relationship deepen um in the original version and there's just something i don't know man there's just something about 90s anime and like older style anime that just just hits tickles a really nice it just releases pure serotonin into my brain <laughs> it really does God. and i'm like if you could battle that stuff oh yeah, like genuinely. Yeah. Um, other than the Hunter Hunter rewatch, uh, it's just past March fifth, uh, as of the time of recording. Yeah. Um, and so it is Persona Three. Everybody cries day. 
Okay. Because it's a really sad day in this video game. Oh. Uh, and so in honor of that, I am watching the Persona 3 movie. So I watched the first one um, earlier today, which was very good. You just said a, a lot of things. The know. music. Oh, mate, you don't even know. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, I, I recommend that people play Persona 3, 4, 5. Amazing games. And the movies for Persona 3 are stellar so that's about it for me uh what about you what have you been up to this week honestly mate in your slice of life it's a it's a really boring one this week i haven't done a lot um i've been working non-stop uh i haven't even played fifa believe it or not um you've not will hasn't played fifa it's been um you know short episodes of stuff usually easy watching things like uh simpsons and stuff and uh i've watched one of my right okay the modern simpsons right is Garbage. We all know that. Seasons one to ten are the, are, the, are the seasons, even one to nine. But there was one in the more modern ones, and it's not that modern. I think it's probably season twelve or thirteen or something like that. But one of the, one of the ones that mm. I remember loving, and it came up the other day because I've just got them playing one after another on Disney. Um, and it's and you, I'm, I hope you see it. It's the one where they form a boy band. So. Oh, Bart, uh, Bart Nelson, uh, Ralph, yes. and Milhouse. Is this the one with the Navy? The Navy, yeah. Even Nagney. Yes. <laughs> and they get in sync involved. And I just love that sort of really hip boy band esque version of The Sims. I thought it was brilliant. And I love that episode. And it makes me put a smile on my face. It's so good. It's such a fun episode. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid as well. Uh, yeah. So we've, we've got, uh, <laughs> we've got, Liminal, subliminal, <laughs> yes. and superliminal. Oh, oh, superliminal. Hey, you, hey. join the Navy. Okay. <laughs> well done. That, I can't believe that you remember. Line yeah, I can't believe you remember that. Kills me. <laughs> really good. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so that's not, not, not a lot, to be honest. Nothing, nothing worth writing home about. But uh, next week, hopefully, I'll have more to talk about. I'm going to try and make sure I get some downtime in. Um, yeah, so that's it for this week's podcast, guys. Um, we've already plugged everything. Amazing. Uh, just make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you get the next episode in your in your stream ready to go. Um, we release every Saturday, and we'll, I guess, we'll see them in the universe. Sam, anything else to say? We happy? We done? Bye. <laughs> that's gonna ruin people's ears. See you later, guys. <laughs>